this week, we continue our descent into the Bramleyverse as we take on Patriot Games. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. Uh, analyst has come back and I have determined I am Jonathan Rooney Taylor. All right, good Ooh. news. Ooh, fantastic. And for the second straight episode, we continue our journey into the Bromleyverse. That's right. After forcing slash rewarding Patrick Bromley with the Rebuild Evangelion <laughs> series. It was a force reward. <laughs> <laughs> he now gets to choose our next four movies. Obviously, last time we did Predator 2. Now we're moving on with 1992's Patriot Games. Yeah. Sticking with the theme of suffering, this week's suffering actor <laughs> is Sean Bean. The guy who suffers the most until he suffers the most in every movie. I mean, Harrison Ford suffers quite a bit I in mean, this movie Harrison as well. Harrison Ford does some suffering. And Archer suffers a little bit. Thora Birch has some suffering. It goes around. Yeah. I think even Samuel L. Jackson's kind of winded at the end. Yeah, but he's having a great time. Yeah. Wouldn't you be? <laughs> Hell yeah. Right? Hanging out in a Navy suit, pointing guns. Yeah, he's got no stakes in any of this. It's just fun killing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, Patriot Games is the uh, technically the second of the Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan uh, films. Uh, the first to star Harrison Ford. Before we begin with the film itself... Patrick, can you give a little background on uh, Jack Ryan, the character, the Tom Clancy verse? Sure. Yeah. Noted CI anal analyst and desk jockey Jack Ryan, who does nothing but write books after he had that helicopter accident while he was in the Marines. Then, then, he is a key part of the uh, defection of Marco Ramius, famous Soviet sub-captain. Oh, you know him. They call him the Vilnius Schoolmaster. Uh, after that, he appears to uh, be a little upset about how close to dying he came and quits the CIA. Now he's teaching lessons at the Annapolis Naval Academy. Well, thank you, Patrick. Yeah. That was a concise uh, catch-up on all that other good stuff. Tom Clancy noted, uh, I don't want to say jingoist, but... Uh, no, that's, that's probably the word. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just the, the jingoism is merely there to give justification to going into excruciating detail about military minutia. That's absolutely yes. true. And you got to give him credit, though. Tom Clancy is a jingoist over his entire writing career. He might just be a frothing nationalist. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing temporary about his frothy patriotism. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't pull a Dennis Miller and jump to that side after 9-11. No, no, no. Tom Clancy's been in it since the beginning. Yep. That guy right. was sad when the Cold War ended. <laughs> <laughs> if only he were still alive today. Hey, people keep writing those books for him. <laughs> and making them video games. Fancy video games. Yeah. So anyways, Patriot Games begins like all movies do. With five consecutive minutes of credits over blurry woods footage. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I think, uh, definitely a movie that was shot for television. In a lot of ways, yeah. Because there's nothing that's... You could totally put this on TNT. Yeah, everything is, say, is very flat lighting, very... Uh, 
uh, like uh, uh, applicable to have commercial breaks. There's a better word for it. I couldn't think of it because beers have drunken to me. Yeah, Fair. It happens. But they're totally right, though. You could totally slot commercials into this movie, into the scene breaks. No There's even a recap of this movie in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It has like a act one, like... A, like Previously on <laughs> Patriot Games. <laughs> Well, it has that, like, post-intermission, like, recap song that a lot of musicals have. Right. Well, they knew that you went to buy popcorn. You were like, God damn it, this movie hasn't had enough explosions. I need popcorn. Or you went to fill your dishwasher on a lazy Sunday afternoon. You missed a whole bunch of the beginning. Yeah, this could also happen to you. Yep, that's true. But- uh, so, yeah, we uh, the movie begins with a bunch of, like, woods... Uh, and then more woods, Lots of and words. then so many goddamn woods, <laughs> uh, until finally we catch up on Harrison. It starts with Harrison. Ford. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we just watched it. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. Usually it's John who talks about how the movies have escaped his brain almost immediately as they started. But as I was watching the movie, I was like, "Who's that guy? <laughs> right? What's happening? Where he come from? Yeah." Has James Earl Jones been here the whole time? <laughs> oh no. Everybody's treating him like a character that we're supposed to have a lot of history with, but to my knowledge, this is his first scene. <laughs> I get what it's like to take someone to a Marvel movie now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me pull up the Wikipedia page. <laughs> See if that'll jog my memory we did start, here. He's in England, like, giving a talk. Is that what it is? Oh, he's in the hotel. That's where it starts. It starts with him in the sex hotel. Oh, yeah. That's with his wife. Because right. he's been in England giving a talk or yes, something. Yes, that's in, right. But we're in England. Definitely. All right, so we're in England. Jack Ryan's at a sex hotel with his wife and child. <laughs> yeah. Sexing his wife. They're playing Monopoly, the only board game to have been invented before 2003. Uh, correct. Absolutely correct. Uh, and uh, he's taking some kind of mumbly Harrison Ford phone call, as so he I does. So I think I have pieced together the mystery of this phone call, because, yeah, he is very mumbly, and he's just... Yeah. Uh, I think that this he forgot to get something nice for his wife and that's him ordering room service oh that because makes sense. later on there will be a, a room service delivery person who like knocks on his door very like covertly and is like is this okay pointing to a bottle of chilled champagne and I thought for sure that guy was there to kill Harrison <laughs> I 100% like thought I was like oh that guy is gonna come that's he's got the, a gun in the bucket yeah, yeah that's right? the Patriot right. game it begins right at the beginning right now. But now, and I just watched this movie like three months ago <laughs> nice and it's still I was just like that 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 waiter's gonna kill them this is where the shooting starts that waiter is clearly a day player who's got aspirations to get into more scenes yeah. cause he really he hit it yeah that dude is definitely like stoked because he's gonna get like three lines on EastEnders someday. Hey man, he's gonna get his SAG card in 1992. Ooh, that yeah. should mean something. Yep. I mean, not really. Law and Order was already started by then, so like, if you were a New York actor, you could get on SAG like no problem. Yeah, but he's probably English. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Do they even have SAG over there? Uh, no, they have universal health care and decent minimum wage. Oh. That's well, the trade-off. I believe we call that cheating. 
here. It's true. Yeah. To be fair, all those British actors, though, back in the 80s and 90s were forced to do government-run television shows whenever it was demanded of them. Yeah. Whenever the Queen was like, you, Judy Dench, make me a sitcom. (laughs) She'd be like, yes, yes, mum. All right, all right. Here's the premise. We're two neighbors, but we're very good. Uh, That's about all I got. Listen, man, this all sounds great with the universal health care and the being paid a decent wage until you're standing on government TV applauding Jimmy Savile as he comes out on his show. <laughs> then all of a and that sudden... was that was after the scandal broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's uh You know what? Let's not let's not talk about Jimmy Savile. If you want to learn about Jimmy Savile, you Google it. I'm not doing it. Or... English history. You can learn it. We don't suggest it. Yeah, you could either or uh Google it. Or another option is watch that one episode of Sherlock where for some reason they do a Jimmy Savile story. (laughs) There's got to be a law and order where they do it too, right? Yeah, probably. But it's probably some Canadian guy. I don't know. When they did the Mel Gibson one, it was Chevy Chase. (laughs) Nice. Not bad. Chevy Chase got busted for being drunk and yelling at the Jews. Yeah. Nice. Yes, Yes, exactly. I mean... He goes to jail at the end of that episode. That seems very ripped from the headlines. Yeah, Yeah, it's law and order, dude. (laughs) I understand your confusion because you've only ever seen it five years after it aired on syndication. True facts. But that was like the whole hook of the show. (laughs) Uh, When they did the Anna Nicole Smith one, the guy who played Anna Nicole Smith's like boyfriend whatever handler it was david cross oh wow no nice i thought the whole hook of the show was to have ice tea hang out with real life that was svu friend oh yeah that's true yeah yeah damn did i ever even watch a real law and order i don't know do you remember sam waterston fucking nailing dudes on the stand all the time doing that straight up perry mason just hammering dudes okay then yeah yeah, man then you remember hang him high mccoy you saw the good shit and then it goes back to his office and gets browbeat by fred dalton thompson yeah Yeah. okay no this is good i watched law and order good times (laughs) he gets drunk like a lot (laughs) yeah yeah oh good stuff yeah okay so yeah they play their uh they're a they play Monopoly. Monopoly. It tires out the daughter so that Harrison Ford can have sex with his wife. But yes. they do. The next day he goes. This and is gives... a very puritanical movie in that they do it exactly once and it immediately results in pregnancy. Uh, Tom Clancy wrote this picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so yeah, the next day uh, Jack Ryan is giving a little speech to some English military some nerds. Some profoundly bored English military nerds. Yeah, it's true. Those English military nerds do not care about anything that he's talking about. Yeah. And here's the thing. They are bred to have stiff upper lips and not show a hint of emotion. So if they're visibly bored, who boy. That's pretty bored. That's a boring speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Considering the conclusion of it is, so in conclusion, when it comes to the naval strength of the Russians... We really don't know anything and can't draw any reasonable conclusions. Yeah. Cool, analyst. So your analysis is... He's not an analyst anymore. Now he's a teacher. They don't pay him enough to do the good work. Yeah, nor do they (laughs) let him see all the good papers. That's true. He's got tenure. So he bails. uh, They finish up. Uh, his wife and uh, child are out uh, doing sightseeing. Sightseeing, yeah. The little girls doing that thing where you annoy the the Buckingham Palace guards with the stupid wire brush hats. Yeah, and the the chin strap that actually 
engulfs your chin. Yes, your whole That's not face. how it works, buddy. That hat is going to blow all the way off if the wind is coming from the back. John, mm-hmm. how many times have you ever put on a hat so that a chimney sweep could use you? Oh, that's true. Yeah. I bet that chin strap does something well, ever since... on your face. You need to bite it so that it doesn't stay up in the chimney. Yeah. Well, ever since I stopped being friends with Bugs Bunny, I haven't really needed to dress <laughs> for that kind of uh, adventure anymore. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, uh, uh, the members of the British royal family are leaving, I don't know, British royal family place. True facts. Whatever it's called. They're getting a British royal family car and driving around British royal family streets. It's a bunch of shit. Yeah, and then a couple of Irish guys in a car are like... Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we got any Irish in the audience tonight? (laughs) Uh, Get them, Irish guys. So the Irish guys... Here's the thing. There is... This movie, for as much as it likes to present itself as steeped in current affairs and entangled in the web of international diplomacy, goes way far out of its way to make sure that it is as apolitical as it possibly can. I don't know. It takes a pretty strong stance that all Irish are bad. No, well, the good IRA didn't kill those guys. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so it's... This is clearly... But the good CIA guy threatens to, like, blame it the good IRA guys, yeah. yeah. No, 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 not to kill him. To, to blame, blame him. Yeah, to blame them and cut them off from their guns. Yeah. But, like, again, it would be, it would make much more sense if it was just straight up, oh, it's the IRA, they're doing IRA terrorism stuff. But instead it's like, well, no, they're too... It's the Hydra Nazi problem that right. Marvel has. It's... It's similar to what happens in some of all fears. The problem is the IRA is far too popular in the United States to actually right. be a villain. <laughs> yeah, just visit Boston. Right. Like, how are you going to have a movie that nobody likes in Boston and New York and Philadelphia <laughs> and the entire rest of the East Coast? Much of the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, these Irish guys... Guys, I'm sorry. Uh, just to put one more pin in it real quick. The let, I- go ahead. Let, let us not forget that peace was brokered between the Irish and the English... At a U2 concert. Yeah. Bono brought them out on stage. They were both like, hey, if we have peace, he'll stay in America. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, we can get rid of Bono? Well, you do also lose the edge. (sighs) But you do get rid of Bono, right? Zoo TV is now across the sea. (laughs) Look, we're going to send him a one-way trip to the Joshua Tree. We're going to get him very high. (laughs) They're going to make one last kind of good album, and then that's... That's going to be all. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd take that deal. Well done, Senfen. Yeah, I'd take that no, deal, too. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a massive... Hell of a deal. <laughs> it's a massive That's stroke. a bingo. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so these Irish guys put on their ski masks very poorly. Uh, they and they, uh, they Here's the whole attitude towards crime, the committing of and the aftermath. It's all pretty, like chill actually yeah like they put on ill-fitting ski masks and like literally ride the bumper of the royal procession <laughs> car and everyone's like yeah yeah it's pre-9-11 this is fine yeah it was <laughs> well you gotta understand john these are british people they're not allowed to show their emotions uh sure it, it was bred yeah. out of them and it was 1992 you could buy a plane ticket with cash and no id and then you could smoke on it. Ooh. That's true. It was a freer time, John. <sighs> we really lost our way as a people. We used to live in a country. A proper country. <laughs> uh, 
so the, the Irish guys, uh, two cars, like one gets in front of the uh, royal family car, one gets behind them. Uh, an Irish guy gets underneath a different car and puts a bomb inside of it and blows it up. Meanwhile, Harrison Ford's just strolling up back. Jack Ryan's like, I'm going to go meet my family. But he sees all this going down, and he runs, and he tells his wife and kid to get down. He covers them up, and then he springs into action. Yeah, and then he my rages f- out and throws a guy against the car and takes his gun. Yeah, well, he hurls himself at the guy, and yeah. they both collide with the car. And this is uh, this movie uh, follows the Harrison Ford school of stage combat, which is like big old haymakers. Yeah, everything is giant wind em up haymakers <laughs> oh, yeah. or full body like flail tackles at people. Yeah, there is no other move. <laughs> well, don't forget the pistol whip, whereupon he whips his pistol in your direction and you got shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Harrison Ford does like to shake his guns at people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you get bumped, it, it's like uh, WWE <coughs> rules. If both your shoulders hit the canvas, you're out. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Harrison Ford uh, takes a shot to the shoulder, but manages to kill a couple of the Irish guys. Including uh, Patty Boy, Sean Bean's <laughs> beloved brother, who's never been on a terrorist heist before. That's right. Sean Bean, we should point out, is... The main Irish guy. Yeah, well, yeah. he's technically second in command. Well, I meant main Irish guy as far as like, like the audience is. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Now, this uh, led to a little bit of confusion because he is using his natural Irish brogue. Uh, so he only ever calls his little brother Patty Boy. But for the longest time, I swear to God, I thought he was calling him Party Boy. <laughs> and it's like, I can't feel sad for the death of party boy How, what do you even mean <laughs> who's gonna wear those hawaiian shirts I, yeah no you got me there but uh no also, great loss I, I'm, I'm pretty sure chris pontius from jackass is the party boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that could be right p.s god bless you jackass for continuing to grace us with your jackassery <laughs> who would have thought that jackass would become one of the most like wholesome pieces of entertainment we would have. John, everybody loves to see somebody get kicked in the groin and or gored by a bull. Uh, Everyone loves it. I believe this is prophesied in Idiocracy, right? Like, it's gonna become Ow My Balls, everyone's favorite show. But here's the thing that's fucking wild about Jackass, is that it never... Like, it, it was... It never got cruder than it was when it first started. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. That's impressive. Like, it never escalated into, like, really super, super gross territory. And so now, because the rest of society has become so, like, mean-spirited and embittered, it's just like, <laughs> Johnny Knoxville tied his friend up, put honey on him, let a bear loose. What a crazy cut <laughs> up. <laughs> I will say the one, that, one of the other things about Jackass that's great is with... Very few exceptions. They're not like... What they're doing isn't like cruel. Like it's all for goofs. It's all for good times. Generally, they're doing it to themselves. And that's the yeah. other thing. They're generally yeah. doing it to, to themselves. themselves. Yeah. I will say this. There was that whole like Bam Margera like... Fuck the Bam. And, Bam sucks. And that guy sucks. And like his whole thing was terrorizing his parents and like being shitty to people. <laughs> and like that I think was where like... That's like when I kind of like fell off of Jackass because I was sick of his bullshit. Yeah. But like, give me, like, you get Johnny Knoxville, you get Steve O, Danger Aaron, you get all those guys, <laughs> Wee Man, bring them all back. Yes, 
Please put them in a big giant slide, cover them in like lube, and shoot them out into like a field of, I don't know, like razor wire. Please let me see it. You got a giant inflatable hand punching people? Yum, yum. Put it in my tummy. Look, uh, I only, I'm a simple man. I require at least one porta potty to be exploded in the course of your movie, and you got my money. And that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, Jack Ryan uh, succeeds in taking care of most of the Irish, except for Sean Bean, who is taken away by the Bobbies, them's English police officers, True don't facts. you know? Uh, who sort of, like, saunter up to the scene of this explosion and assassination attempt on members of the royal family. Like, like they caught them shoplifting. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, hey, hey, hey. Get down on the ground. Hey, you should just be right, impressed but, that they had the English officers with guns. That's uh, why they ran up and said, Army! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had to declare themselves, because technically those were the Buckingham Palace guards That's right. that had fucking assault rifles. With a knife bayonet already attached. Yeah, if you were ready close. for action. Look, all those guns are still from World War II. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last time they were used. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, we fo- now we get like the sort of like follow up to all this. Uh, Jack Ryan is in the hospital. His wife comes and sees him. She's a doctor. His shoulders hurt, but he survives. Everything's fine. He gets Sean, debriefed by people. Meanwhile, Sean Bean refuses to speak to the police. Yep. Gets slapped. A lot of name calling. A lot mm-hmm. of Sean Bean continuing to not care. Yep. But as I mentioned while we were watching the movie, if I ever get interrogated by the police. I before I ask for my lawyer, I will ask for a cigarette from one of the cops. Uh, the wire taught me to also ask for some McDonald's. Yeah, get okay. an amount of McDonald's or something else local that's good. Like if I got busted by CPD, definitely getting some Harold Chicken. Ooh. Oh, then yeah. I'll talk. But you got to go Southside Harold's Chicken. I don't want like Wicker Park Harold's Chicken. Oh no 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 yeah. yeah no. The furthest south, the furthest north you can go for Harold's Chicken is. Uh, and it's not even open anymore, but it was the South Loop Herald's Chicken. Yeah, sure. Uh, the one over there just off of uh, Harrison, mm-hmm. uh, which is the only Herald's Chicken I've ever been to where I've gotten my food in less than 30 minutes. Nice. Uh, most Herald's, you call ahead and say, I'd like 30 wings, please. And they go, great, we'll have it ready for you in 30 minutes. Then you get there in 30 minutes and they go, we're just dropping them in the oil right now. It'll be about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Never this. All right, folks. If you're listening here and you come to visit Chicago or you live in Chicago, hot tip for Harold's, which it's totally worth it. With some of the best chicken wings in the city, get the mild sauce, get the lemon pepper. You'll love it. Never order ahead. <laughs> order in store and just wait for it. See, I've never been to this chicken place because why would I? Is it a wet or dry chicken? So that's the thing. It is a dry, full chicken wing, not drums and flats. It's a full. Con- could, full wing. Yeah, they, they wing. chopped Actual off wing. the fucking half of that chicken, and yes. you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the wings, uh, and you can get it like wet, like covered in their mild sauce or whatever sauce you want. I generally get it dry with lemon pepper, like seasoning, mm-hmm. and then get my sauce on the side because I like to dip and control the amount of sauce, and it's just a little less messy. Also, it stays crunchier longer. That's also true. They're super, super crunchy. Deep fried, delicious, juicy chicken mm. wings. Although right now there's a chicken wing shortage in the world, and wings now cost a thousand dollars a pound. Hey, Jesus. guess what? There's an everything shortage. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. but you can still get a burger for a reasonable price. But yeah. ten wings is like thirty bucks, <laughs> buddy. What does that tell you about the ingredients they're using in those burgers? 
There's very little meat in these gym mats. That's fine. It's okay. Give Does me that rat like burger from Demolition Man. Yeah, rat burger. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone said it was good. Yeah, it was yeah he also wiped his ass with swear citations. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it was better than the, what? Three seashells. Yeah. Uh, pinch and scoop. That's how they work. So, anyways, uh, Sean Bean, yeah, he gets put in jail. He just stares at a picture of Jack Ryan in the newspaper. Uh, Jack Ryan en- in it. ends up standing trial for saving the monarchy. Uh, he, I think he is giving so, testimony. Yeah, I think he's technically witnessing. Gotcha. I yeah. believe Sean Bean is on although, a trial. Although the defense barrister... Uh, that's English for lawyer. And, uh, the defense barrister and his funny wig. Can you believe it? They all wear wigs. England is like a parody of a country. <laughs> Technically, I think we're a grotesque parody of England. <laughs> but there's the thing about... No, we're still better. <laughs> the wigs on barristers is like now it is part of a long story tradition, but there had to have been a part in the middle after the conception of wigs and where we are now, that someone had to have the conversation, guys, is it time we give up the wigs? They look ridiculous. This is a court of law. Lives hang in the balance. And enough people said, oh, you gotta have the wigs. <laughs> well, the wigs is where the dignity's at, John. Yeah, right? You see? You at, take least away the look, at least they stopped powdering them. I mean, that's something. I don't know, the most uh, interaction that I've had with the British legal system outside of this movie is uh, the beginning of A Fish Called Wanda, sure. where John yeah. Cleese is a barrister with the stupid wig, yeah. and I thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's how they do it over there. <laughs> God damn it, England. Uh, yeah, so uh, Sean Bean's defense barrister really goes in on, oh, yeah. on, on Jack Ryan and outs that he used to be a CIA agent Ooh. to the world. But is no longer. Correct. Uh, obviously, yeah. Sean Bean goes to jail. Blah blah blah. Jack Ryan and his wife get to uh, meet the royal guy. Blah yeah. blah blah. He gets a. Uh, he's gonna get knighted in some yeah, way. He's gonna get a knight's order of Victoria or something. Yeah, he's like commander knight of the order of Victoria or something yeah. like that. I don't know. How well, it what works. they don't tell him though is they're gonna knight him and they're gonna give him command and they're gonna make him landed gentry. But that's only because there's a looming crisis that they know they need to call upon the glory of the knights of the British order. What crisis is that? Uh, I don't know. Some kind of like beef shortage. Uh, <laughs> man, if it's the Knights of the British Order, I hope it's not much more than a game of bridge. Well, because you most gotta of, call on Paul McCartney. Most, most of the Knights Eric are actors and musicians. Yeah. Oh, good old England first Eric Clapton. Man, I always, I, I really do want to pitch to Hollywood at some point. I think the time for it has passed. I don't think this concept would work anymore. But do like in the third Batman movie where all the cops get trapped underground and like, oh no, England has to call upon the Knights of the Realm to protect England. And then you basically have Police Academy, but with all the like fucking fussy British actors and musicians who have been knighted oh, over the man, past But if you years. could actually get them, yeah, them, that's what the I'm real saying. ones, and Paul McCartney and Elton John. Yeah, and Ian McKellen, yeah. Patrick Stewart. Oh, I'm into this. Yeah, right? This is a great idea. Yeah. John, like, this is gold. You should still slap it out there. The problem is so many of them have aged out of, like, doing it for a goof. And, like, who the fuck is getting knighted now? Uh, you know? Like, when was the last knight that you heard of? Galahad. 
I think That's he's a right. Knight, right? I think he's right. That's the Green Knight. Uh, no, um, Dev Patel is the Green Knight, <laughs> fool. Uh, yeah, and that's Gowan. <laughs> and that movie fucking rules. Yes, it does. God, it is like watching a prog album, that movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's amazing. It, Patrick, it starts with Gowan the Green Knight being real bored at a night meeting. <laughs> a giant fucking tree monster walks in and says, Bullshit, none of you got the stones to take me on. If you need me, I'll be in the fucking woods. <laughs> Dev Patel, Sir Gowan says, Fuck it, I'm gonna kill me a tree monster. <laughs> And the tree monster says, I got a game for you. Mike, and he gives a letter to Queen Guinevere. And he possesses how it her. Always would he go. possesses her, and she speaks in his tree monster voice. And the game is any one of Arthur's knights can take a swing at the green knight, at the tree monster. Uh, and the only thing is, one year hence, in the green chapel, out in the woods where the tree monster lives, that knight's got to go back, and the tree monster gets to deliver that blow. Back unto him. Well, Gowan does that shit. And one year later, you better believe he goes out <laughs> into the woods. Oh, and he is immediately robbed by three creeps in the woods. Oh, no. And then he meets a ghost with no head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every 30 minutes, it descends into a foggy dream nightmare <laughs> that may or may not be actually happening. Hey, spoilers for The Green Knight, based off a book that's a thousand years He's old. All right. Uh, and, but at one point, there's fucking giants. Nice. And he goes, hey, giants, give me a ride. And then the giant goes... Okay, get on my hand. And he goes, oh no, the giant's gonna eat me. And then the giants go, and start singing and walk away. And all the giants are played by 900 foot tall naked ladies. Nice. This movie would get so many bonus stars from you, Patrick. We should watch it. Yeah, no, it's fucking rad as hell. It really is. Anyways, uh, Patriot Games? <laughs> yeah, boy, what a come down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the part where uh, getting let out of the courtroom, Sean Bean yells at, at Harrison Ford and calls him names. Yeah, he does the I'll get you gadget, yeah, blah, blah, you know, blah. Yeah, not really helping his case. No. Because no. his whole defense is like, my client wasn't an IRA terrorist. He was just around. Yeah, he was just hanging out with a gun and a ski mask. Near some IRA terrorists. Screaming about how they killed his brother, a dead IRA terrorist. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Jack Ryan and his family go home. Yep. Um, Which I swear to God is the house from the end of Time Cop. It's very you, similar. I'm sure, yeah. No, there's only so many houses like that yeah. that they made movies We at. find out that Mrs. Ryan uh, is pregnant. Uh, from this seems having to... sex like days ago. Yeah. yeah, this rightfully confuses Harrison Ford. Yeah, no, it's fast. Um, As they're celebrating uh, the 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 arrival announcement of her pregnancy, yeah. uh, their other kid walks into the room with just like, "Hey, what you talking about?" And they have a look like, "Oh shit, we already have a kid." <laughs> oh fuck! Bad news, kid. You're getting replaced. Uh. And then, uh, yeah, he then 
Oh, what? He goes to school? He goes to teach. Yeah, he goes to school. Yeah. Yeah, and he teaches the kids, and Samuel L. Jackson gives him the shoot me medal. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, for being a dummy and getting shot. <laughs> that's right. And meanwhile, like, uh, mom is late for picking up the daughter at school. There's a whole thing with Sean Bean where he's, like, in jail. Then he gets, like, broken out of jail. Well, Sean Bean's getting transferred from, like, you know, lockup to actual jail because I guess he didn't get off. But then yeah. uh, all his IRA buddies ambush the convoy yeah, and there's like, free him. Well, there's like a coup in the in the IRA that forms this new breakaway unit, basically, that is Sean Bean's immediate superior in the IRA is just like, well, shit, our assassination attempt didn't work. Heads are going to roll. Probably mine. Let's fucking kill the people that are closest to us in the IRA and get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, Which he does been... with the cunning use of a fucking automatic shotgun with one of those Tommy gun barrels yeah. on it. And then tricking a bearded fella into sleeping with a woman with red hair that turns out to not have red hair. Yeah, that's classic honeypot right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um... He gets Jimmy with the honeypot. And then <laughs> the other guys get shot outside of his house when they're coming to kill him. Yes. And, and so, that's yeah. not Sean Bean. That's the other guy, Charlie? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what his name was. Irish guy. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, they escape, and then they end up on, like, a big old steamboat. And then Sean Bean's like, I can't believe that the fucking Jack Ryan's not dead. I'm going to go get this guy. And they're like, no, fuck that, man. We're going to Libya. We're going to learn to be terrorists. <laughs> uh, they're going to Chiron, North, North Africa. Africa. You're right. I'm yeah, sorry. but we all know where. They're going to North Africa to go learn how to be better terrorists. Yeah. And then meanwhile, but Sean Bean's like, no, I'm going fucking Baltimore. And they say, fine, but we're giving you a shitty haircut first. <laughs> yeah. This is the biggest downgrade in the movie, because Sean Bean has a fucking Metal Gear Solid 1 liquid snake blonde mullet. He does. Yeah, he it's does. awesome. It's fucking rad as hell. He looks like... Sting post police but pre solo career. <laughs> Ooh, you're not wrong. And they're like, ah, eh, what if we just gave you a shitty bowl cut though on the back of a moving boat so it's not quite straight? Yeah, so you can see old Dolph Lundgren, a little bit on top, real close on the sides. And then just spiky. Damn. By the end of the movie, it's just standing straight up Bart Simpson. Well, that's because he uh, he uncle festered a, a light bulb or a lighting <laughs> sure, fixture. And so just all the electricity. Yeah. If you look close enough, they animated in little between locks of mm. hair. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so anyways, uh, back in American soil, as uh, Jack Ryan is leaving his class with the shoot me medal, uh, he notices a guy like a suspicious guy digging around in a newspaper box walking away then as he's walking away that suspicious guy starts following him and he catches a glimpse of a jeep following him with a lady a specific lady we definitely know it's the lady who's the ira lady but uh he doesn't know that yeah, we, we just we do but he doesn't yeah know. we've seen her honeypot a man to death yeah. yes so he's walking then he finally catches on what's going on he does like a little duck behind a truck fool the guy one way then beat him up and take his gun uh the guy gets shot by uh, naval officers. Yep. Well, I thought she got. I thought he got shot by the IRA woman because he got made. No, nah, no, nah, the Navy guys shoot his. Yeah, ass. the Navy guys are like chasing him down. They're not. They're again slowly moving in the direction of the shots that they just. Yeah, fired. but they got now times American rifles. You can shoot all the way down a street with those. Not like them British guns. Well, I'm not saying that it's a matter of distance that makes it implausible. It's just they shoot this guy at distance, which like sure the range on that is probably going to be pretty accurate. But they don't seem in any hurry to, like, 
go see what's going on. Well, it's because they shot the guy. Yeah. John, John, you think there should be a higher priority is what you're saying. Yeah, I think they should fucking, like, rush in and maybe ask Harrison Ford if he's okay instead of letting him walk to his car. Yeah. To be fair, they do rush after him as he runs to his, his car, car and they knock on the window and he locks it <laughs> and drives away. Feeds off, which is a terrible decision. Really, you should have been like police because he's realizing that they're after his wife. Yes. So that's why he's running to his car to get away and call his wife. And he really should be like, hey, cop guys. Somebody should look after my wife. Yeah. I'm going to go speeding after her. Meanwhile, Sean Bean and his buddy are in their uh, little like, brown Econoline van chasing after Mrs. Ryan and the kid in their fucking sweet Porsche. Yeah. Uh, just like cruising down Highway 50 West. Uh, and uh, Harrison Ford's like, Jack Ryan's trying to get through to them, but he can't because she's doing that lady thing that ladies always do <laughs> where they're always on the phone calling their hospital to see if they can get the test results for their patients you know like women do am I right guys I mean, well what I love is that it leaves Harrison Ford with no other option than they're both on car phones cell phones had not come into fruition yet yep uh, Harrison Ford call, dials an operator and says I need an emergency breakthrough to this phone number it's a mobile unit and like what the fuck are you talking about what Emergency breakthrough? Yeah. What? They used to do that. I think they do that and it's a wonderful life. You dial up the operator and you're like, nah, fuck it. Hang those bastards up and put me through. Sure. But you can only really do that in a switchboard setting. Right. Yeah. But that's, that's what she's going to explain to him. But that's You can't do that with a car phone. Because there's a brief pause and he goes, what do you mean you can't do that? <laughs> Just seems like the sort of thing a high-level analyst slash naval professor should be aware of. Look, he's not a combat analyst. He's a historical analyst. Yeah. That's true. He is teaching them what Athens did wrong, which was they lost their pride. The bigger war. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta keep your pride. Which, like... I don't know, it seems more like their system of government ground down to a corrupt mess and then collapsed from the inside. Hey, you leave democracy alone. It always works, <laughs> and it's fucking great. <laughs> yes, that great Athenian democracy. Hey, it's at least as democratic as us. All human beings can vote? Now let's narrowly define who's yeah, a human now being. let's clean it up a little bit. How much land do you own? Is it none? Because fuck you. Not a human being. Says so right here. <laughs> uh, I think it's hilarious that you think you know more than Jack Ryan, naval professor. <laughs> True facts. Uh, hey, did Athens have... Oh, shit, Athens did have a great navy. Yeah. Damn it. No, they actually had, like, the best navy of their time. Uh, it was a big deal. They had a big navy. Yeah. It was like really something. That sequel to 300 was all about the Athenian navy. You're yep. right. <laughs> from what I could tell from the trailers, I never saw it. I, Nobody did. No, let's not. I mean, I've seen scenes from that movie. Sure. Have you? I didn't even know if they actually made it. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, they sure did. What do sure they call did. it? The 300 Oarsmen? Uh, I, th I think it... Is it just called 300, like, it's, Death of an Empire? No, it's called oh, 302. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, I think it's like 300. Oh, no, the mama Spartan just had two more puppies. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? 
so anyways, uh, yeah, so the... the We're on the highway. We the have sh- our thrilling gridlock chase. Yeah, yeah, it's a chase through gridlock traffic. Uh, Sean Bean gets made. Uh, when he opens the side of his van, leans out with an Uzi, and, and starts opens waving up. it around... <laughs> Uh, Harrison Ford finally gets through to his wife. He's like, you got to get off the highway. She freaks out. She ends up crashing into, like, a divider. Yeah, now while she's getting shot. Yeah, now it's her turn and the kid's turn to go to the hospital. Meanwhile, Sean Bean just goes, we did it. They're dead. Yeah. Goodbye forever. Sean I'm not going to turn back and check on this. Off to Libyo for me. Wee! North Africa. Ford Palmerston. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he he fucks off. Uh, but wouldn't you know it, the wife and kid not dead. Not dead. Well, they did just kind of have a traffic accident. Yeah. yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world. But they were in a Porsche. Those things crumble like oh, nobody's yeah. business. Yeah, no, they fell apart. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they are uh, they are not doing great, but they are going to survive. Jack Ryan. Well, this meanwhile, is, this is where the movie decides to just waste a whole lot of your time. Of like, all right, your wife's okay. What about my daughter? Well, I think you should sit down. No, you tell me now. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh no, is the daughter going to make it? And then like five minutes later, good news, Mr. Ryan, your daughter's fine. We did skip a part where uh, when Sean Bean escapes, James Earl Jones drives all the way to Maryland to tell Jack Ryan. is like, you should come back to the CIA. And Jack Ryan and Jack Ryan's wife are like, no. But now that Jack Ryan's wife and daughter are in a hospital bed, Jack Ryan grows angry. Yeah, he That's fucking, right. he, uh, he opens up his garage and gets the pickaxe out to yeah. get all of his fucking assassin <laughs> right. tokens. Knocks it open, he's got his satellite and his proto-drones. <laughs> and all of his LSD and sodium pentothal. <laughs> he's God, ready to rock. <laughs> Goes back to the CIA, they made him a desk, they got him some papers. Yeah, before, he, but well, before he can start analyzing, he's got to make his dues, i.e., go to Florida and sell crack. Yeah, I mean, right, <laughs> right. You know, to fund the uh, the resistance against the Sandinistas yeah, and it, the Contras. <laughs> in another action movie, this would be like where he goes to the gun shop and gets all the cool guns and knives and rope and shit. But yeah, in this or, one, he just gets a bunch of fucking folders of documents. Yeah, he doesn't even do like the equalizer and go to Home Depot and get some cool nail guns and shit. Yeah, he oh. just goes and gets a shitty desk job. Yeah, yeah he's he, an analyst. He's going to defeat terrorism with files. So, yeah, the next like... As far as Jack Ryan's whole thing is concerned, the next, like, 30, 40 minutes of the movie is him just, like, looking at pieces of paper and going, Ugh. Yeah. Wait. Flip, 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 flip. What we need here is a Tom Clancy movie, Jack Ryan, played by Hermes Conrad. Yes, correct. Where he can requisition his groove back. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, meanwhile... Hey, they're doing more real bad Futuramas without John DiMaggio, so... That's a bad choice. Fucking good luck to ya, I guess. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I wasn't really on board to begin with when they first announced it, because that last Comedy Central season was uh, diminishing returns. But yeah, they're like, hey, the anchor point, the fucking, like, most popular character of our show... I don't know, is Dave Herman doing anything? Can he throw a voice in? <laughs> it's just a bad plan. Yeah. It is. 
Uh, so meanwhile, uh, the the Irish they go to North Africa. They're training with uh, uh, the North Africans, shooting at things. I'm watching you. I'm making sure. I'm trying my best. Which again, like this movie could easily just say Libya. They're going to Libya, but yeah. again, it 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 wants to be in the real world, but it wants to have one foot out of reality at the same time. Yeah. It just there's a lot of weird. Like, sanding off of the edges that this movie does. Well, then the CIA finds where they think they are, and they're like, well, we saw this boat was a Syrian guns merchant boat, but then they show us a screen of nothing but Libyan registered ships. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's just a bunch of, like, bullshit spy stuff. Well, it's all... Boring. It's... A lot of satellites. <laughs> but then is... we you hone in on one of the camps, and one of the camps has... Boobs. <laughs> That's true. Real live bosoms. <laughs> Zoom. Enhance. Wait a minute. I've seen a woman before. Ah, <laughs> what's she doing out there? Gotta well, be the that thing, one woman I'm looking for. This is the fucking most nuts part of this movie. Jack Ryan is just like, oh, I gotta go splash some water on my face. I'll be back, you guys. He goes to accidentally the ladies' room, and the, there's a woman in the stall. She comes out and she's like, oh... Sorry, one of us must be in the wrong room. Ha 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 ha. And she's like, ah, yeah, no, I'm sorry. And he, he stops and he's like, wait a minute. Woman, where have I seen women before? <laughs> All right, think, Jack Ryan, think. <laughs> and then this is where the movie recaps itself. Yeah, this is where the movie tells in its you why love, is there scenes of him seeing his wife and daughter back in England? He's like, no, that's not the women I'm thinking of. <laughs> he's like, like Rolodexing every woman he knows no it's not the woman at the bar that I ordered a drink from which Uh, woman was it so he realizes that uh, the honeypot lady is very likely tied to this group and he's like we find her we find everybody else I know what I'll do I'll go talk to Richard Harris head of the IRA (laughs) head of Sinn Féin yeah I was gonna say he's technically part of the diplomatic branch he has nothing to do with the actual combat units right he's their bagman they say yeah Yeah. Uh, so he goes and talks to him which like I don't know man fuck you that's how they negotiated peace between the two Irelands you dick also Bagman is the guy that gives money to the IRA so like he's the guy that Americans give money to (laughs) to give to the IRA and he's also like an IRA fucking Bagman he's clearly an IRA spokesman because we see him at one point like on TV after the assassination attempt at the beginning being like look this wasn't us yeah like we denounced this violence this is not what we're all about Uh, so he goes to this bar and he's just like you're gonna tell me where fucking which fucking blows my mind that the head of the Sin Fen is like in Maryland all the time well he was just he's there. in Maryland he at an see, Irish bar yeah he came to see with a bunch of Irish guys yeah he, like the fucking dropkick Murphys are playing the, a show in the right. back room yeah they were yeah shouldn't you be in I don't know Ireland right well, now he's in America filling his bag with money <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you're right. I understand how this works. Yeah, Elon Musk and Peter Thiel didn't invent PayPal yet, right. so they had to physically uh, go right. abroad. And you couldn't wire it because the Brits were reading it. And to be fair, he was in town to go to the hospital to offer Jack Ryan condolences. Right. And catch that Chieftain's concert. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he And for his trouble, he gets a big Harrison Ford finger in the face. Yeah. So this Ooh, his time, power finger. Yeah, you know the one. So Keeps this time Harrison Ford goes to the bar and he's like, you're going to tell me where Sean Bean and his lady are 
or uh, I'm gonna fuck Well, he no, very he wants, specifically yeah. he doesn't, doesn't say the girl. He just wants to know where yeah. Sean Bean and the other guy are. Right, right, right. And he's just like, I'm not gonna sell them out. Like, no matter what, we're still all Irish, and I'm not gonna do that. And Harrison Ford's like, all right, you listen to me. You tell me where they are, or what's gonna happen is I'm gonna put bring the news to my wife and kids' hospital room. I'm gonna tell everybody that you did this shit. And even though you didn't, they're all gonna believe it because... You guys have been doing. Well, yeah, he basically says, "Well, because you're a bunch of shiftless Irish." Yeah, yeah, he does kind of. He's like, the, "Nobody will believe you." And then nobody's going to put money in your bag and anymore. Nobody's going to give you guns. How do you like them apples? And then he storms out, and then he turns to the rest of the bar, and just like at the end of a John Wick movie, it turns out everybody else in this bar is IRA. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, "Did you hear that, boys?" And everyone's like, "Bah." <laughs> <laughs> and then like Harrison Ford like goes out he does more analyzing and then he's just like eating in a cafeteria when IRA guy shows back up and he's like here's your Christmas present and inside is a little gifts of Ireland like leprechaun with the beard like yeah doll. it looks like elf on a shelf except it's Irish themed yes and then also the file oh the files this was the file that he was searching for this whole time. It's got a picture of a lady. Yeah. That's right. It's the lady. Turns out she's not even Irish. Fucking posers. Collaborators. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Gosh. So yeah, this is where he takes, uh, Jack Ryan takes this to his boss and he says, this is the woman. And his boss is like, you fool. You foolish idiot. Sit down, dilettante, while I explain why you're wrong. You go and you threaten him in front of all of his friends and you say, bring me the woman. And he just brings you a woman and you believe him. And he says, huh, hey, chief, I never said I was looking for a woman. Yeah. And then James Earl Jones pops out and he's like, you trying to tell Jack Ryan he can't be in the CIA? Because I've been trying to get Jack Ryan back in the CIA for like at least this movie. And probably a book before this yeah. movie. Come to... Jack Ryan. <laughs> yeah, cut to uh, Jack Ryan being led into Mission Control, yeah. where we watch over like Predator vision, yeah. heat vision cameras. So this is like the my. So I am I am a real easy lay for like late '80s Fall of Berlin era spycraft of just like all the fucking analog gadgets and like you know uh, like code words and things that you have to do to obfuscate what you're doing and circumvent who might be listening. The 90s is the fucking worst period because now we've got like fucking basically nano machines and fucking robots in the sky with death missiles on them. But the 90s was an uncomfortable blend of the two where it's like, well, we've got satellites that can take pictures that we then have to print out and look through a microscope. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, God, shut the fuck up, movie. <laughs> this is so boring. Uh, so the big action movie, big action sequence here is all born out on two screens yep. in like dark vision, like heat like heat vision. And we watch as like this like SAS team goes in and just like wipes a bunch of dudes out and then starts bombing the shit and out bombs of bombs the camp, yeah. And then, like, and then, like, uh, James Earl Jones is like, well, that's it. Problem solved. 
let's go home. Yeah. And then they all go home. And then, like, the royal family guy is like, I have to go to America, meet the president. I also want to say hi to Jack Ryan. Hey, Jack, can you do this thing on that day? And Jack's like, no, I can't. We're having Thanksgiving, maybe? I think it's yeah. supposed to be the welcome home out of the hospital for the e, daughter. I think so. But yeah. they're serving a, a turkey. Oh, yeah. They definitely are serving a turkey. Uh, yeah. And he's like, well. And it's in Maryland. So, like, that's not right. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Should have just been if, a bucket of crabs. Right. If royalty comes to Maryland, royalty shucks crabs. That's right. A bucket of crabs and a couple pit beefs. Yeah. <laughs> royalty drinks Miller High Life. Yeah. There's a whole subplot running through on the side in England where it's like somebody on the in the Yeah, network. they got a mole. Yeah, they've got a mole. Also, there's this guy who runs a rare bookshop that's like part of the IRA in some way that's never made explicitly clear. He is like their yeah. like go between for information. Like he's very clearly connected to the mole. So like this guy gets like the orders in the rare books, and like they opens the rare book and it's like here's what you need. And then he goes to the mole inside the police department and then gets the information and then gives it back in the books. Well, he gets busted. Uh, there's a whole big thing we have to call an electrician. He gets busted by a fucking, like, amazing chimney sweep, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, it turns out that his light fixtures are from 1917, and they short. And so he calls a repairman who promptly finds the giant camera that's in his light fixtures. Yeah. And this repairman is like, it's like if... If Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins had done like a like a fucking Al Pacino level performance, yeah, man, yeah. like it's very much that energy where it's just like I can't tell if you're like mocking the material that you've been given or if this is just the best job you want to do, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the rear book guy ends up in North Africa. He just gets immediately murdered by Sean Bean. Yeah. He He's no longer of use to them. Oh, Sean murdered. Bean, and once he breaks the seal of killing one of his own men, is like the main thing he will do yeah. throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, he's going to grumble about wanting to kill Jack Ryan and Jack Ryan's family and kill his own people. And kill That's his own it. guys. That's what he does. Uh, so yeah, so they wipe out uh, most of this camp. The British guy comes over to Jack Ryan's house for dinner. They're getting all ready. Meanwhile, uh, the mole turns out to be like the ambassador or like the ambassador's he's, secretary. Yeah, he's the secretary of the royal guy. Yeah, and so he kill, he's, he wipes out all the guards around the house while like five or six uh, splinter group IRA guys show up. And it turns into this sort of like tense cat and mouse in the dark sort of thing. I mean, that's what it's going for. Yeah, it's not super tense. And the, the guys with the night vision goggles on don't appear to move as if they can see in the dark is one of the things that yeah. I think is Yeah, because the they're definitely fake night vision yeah, goggles. right. Those guys are in a dark room. Um, a whole bunch of stuff happens, like... The wife, like, hits the lady in the face with a gun. Jack Ryan, like, takes out a couple guys. Yeah. They get everyone in the basement. Uh, Meanwhile, they get everybody Jack... back out of the basement. Yeah, because well, they, they get everybody in the basement with Samuel L. Jackson, who is, like, the, the head of the naval school that Jack Ryan teaches at, and presumably the only friend he has in the world. Because right. Because he's the only other person there. Yeah. Besides the royal and the attache. But basically, they, they send everyone down to the basement... Where the Ryans, like, climb through the attic onto, like, an outcropping of their roof to try to get out. Uh, presumably the IRA is there to kidnap the royal to hold him for ransom. That's what they say they're going to do. Except for Sean Bean, who's just like, I'm just here to kill Jack Ryan. 
And that's yes. my mission. And Jack Ryan is able to, uh, eh, we'll say it, torture the answer out of the attaché. Yeah, no, he definitely shoots the guy right in the knee. And yeah. he's like, so where? <laughs> and he's like, how many people and how are they getting out of here? And like, eventually he talks. And he's well, like, what I love is that later on in this altercation, Jack Ryan will need additional information from this man who they have like hogtied and gagged. Yep. Yes. And he's like, I need more information. You want me to shoot your other knee? Oh, wait a minute. Takes the gag out of his mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, man, that guy's clearly been trained by the CIA. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Shoot him in the leg. Ask him a question. (laughs) He's got two. Threaten the next leg. Yeah. Yeah. He's got two legs. You get two questions. And don't forget, remove the gag before you run out of legs. (laughs) That's true. Uh, So he gets the information. They're going to, like... Yeah, sweep the house, take the rail, and get away on boats. So Jack Ryan is able to sneak everyone down like the side of this sheer cliff. Yeah. You have to imagine, they don't show it, but the Irish guys all have to rappel down the cliff. Yeah. How did the other people get down there? Maybe, I don't know, maybe they've got a secret passageway. Yeah, he's got like a like, little elevator. Or, like or a Goonies cave that comes out the other or, side. Or like Samuel L. Jackson, the wife, the kid, the royal, they're just fucking balling, rappelling down there in the rain. <laughs> just free climbing the van. Yeah, man, just going. You know those Marylanders and how good they are at free climbing I wet mean, cliffs. Well, you know how many the, all the famous wet cliffs of Maryland. Yes, of right? course. Yeah. yeah. Only second only to Dover. Yeah. And those are dry cliffs. Bunch of bullshit. Shitty Dover cliffs. Yeah, fuck you. Fight our Maryland cliffs with their white sand. Ugh. Fucking racist. Yeah. Boring. Gross. Anyways, so uh, the the Irish guys get onto. They see the boat like getting Going away. away. So they get on. They rappel down. And they get on the other boat and give chase. And that's when we find out that Jack Ryan, like the family and Sam Jackson, everybody have stayed behind, and it's just Jack Ryan on the boat, leading them on a merry chase through the water. Which is a very clever plan until you stop and think there are exactly two boats, and only two boats. How come they didn't just take both boats? Yeah, <laughs> Leaving Jack- the IRA with zero no boats. boats. Yeah, Sam Jackson's a, a naval, naval officer. He should yeah. be able to drive like, a they boat. They should be able to drive a, a boat. Yeah. And then the IRA guys throw their hats on the ground <laughs> and stomp on them like bog hogs. <laughs> right. I guess, I guess maybe you leave the boat behind to draw them out because if you don't, they'll just leave. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. And then so. you got to find them <laughs> then again. you got to find them, damn dirty Irish guys. And there are Chieftain's concerts everywhere. <laughs> yeah, nah, I guess you got you got me. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. Uh, comment withdrawn. <laughs> so anyways, there's a big, long, like, boat chase. And, like, when they realize that just Jack Ryan is driving the boat, the other, like, the main Irish guy is like, all right, got to turn back. We're not here for him. Come on. Let's get out Come of here. Come on, Sean He's Bean. drawing us away on purpose. And, he's, and then Sean Bean's like... No, you won't take this from me. And he murders the other two yes. Irish people. Yeah. And then he like gives his maniacal chase. Uh, Harrison Ford's boat catches on fire because bullets. Um, like, and, and Sean Bean is like, oh man, he's got a cool on fire boat. And so he drives <laughs> his boat up next to it and jumps on the burning boat. Yep, and they, uh, they have like a little tussle fight sort of thing. More big haymakers. A lot of haymakers. Eventually Sean Bean is impaled through the chest on an anchor. Yeah, yeah only before uh, Harrison Ford bails out of said boat, boat hits rocks, blows up. Yeah, Sean Bean gets two deaths. Yeah. One was not good enough. Yeah. Two deaths. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, Jack Ryan gets rescued out of the freezing cold water by a helicopter search and rescue squad. Not the first time, people. True. Mm-hmm. True. And this water's technically warmer than the last water. This is in Maryland. Yeah. 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 And then we uh, cut to some, uh, not too much longer later. No. Uh, we're in the Ryan kitchen and Mrs. Ryan is on the phone with the doctor. And she's, they, they're like, the doctor's going to tell us what the sex of the baby is. and then Do like, we want to know? And Harrison Ford and the daughter have this long exchange of, uh, uh, I don't know. Do, do we want to know? I, I kind of want to know, but I kind of don't want to know. And it's like, buddy, this is your second kid. Right. You should be way better at this. Yeah. Also, don't leave it up to your first kid. Yeah. Oh, this kid's fucking spoiled because part of it is like, what do you want for breakfast, honey? Pancakes. Well, how about toast? I can give you toast. I want pancakes. Well, your choice is toast or toast. Leading us to believe that, like, she normally demands pancakes and gets pancakes. Yeah. Like, yes. this is not odd now, for the her. The way I knew that she was spoiled is that she's offered her chips for her lunch and they are individual servings of Cheetos or Fritos and not a plastic bag with whatever was around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and she gets to point at which one she wants, which is just like, fuck you. You get your decision-making time as a child to control any of your food intake is when you are at the grocery store. And your parents know that the longer you're at the grocery store, the less you care about whatever any of the food that goes (laughs) into the basket is. You desperately want to get out of the grocery store. That's why they go to the produce section first to load up on the vegetables they don't bring you to the fun cereal aisle until you are fucking tired of being there. True. And you're like, fucking chocolate. I don't know. Let's get this done. That's <laughs> how you end up with grape nuts. Right? Because <laughs> you're too exhausted to argue against it. Here you go, kid. Have a box of rocks. <laughs> they got protein. Put some milk on them. They won't soften. <laughs> No, they will after like 45 minutes, but by then it's basically oatmeal. Also, Grape Nuts is the only cereal that is A, not fun, and B, of the not fun subsection of cereal, there is nothing put on it to garnish it on the box. Nope. Like, you go to Special K and it's like, maybe throw some strawberries, maybe a banana, some fun blueberries. These are just... Grape nuts. That's and right. I don't no think I don't think there's milk in that bowl. I don't think there's grape or nuts in grape <laughs> nuts either. No, grape nuts are named after the little pits you would get in those like sour purple grapes that you ah, spit out. Yeah. yeah, before seedless grapes became the only grape we were allowed to have in America, grapes what has seeds. That's true. I remember these in my childhood. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways. Uh, they decide they want to know the, the gender of the baby and then she goes yes doctor tell us and she goes okay thank you and she hangs up and he goes huh and she goes well and then he goes she goes it's a and he goes uh, and then credits roll <laughs> credits which is like it's an X-Man baby, right? Like, that's the thing, is it's a fucking mutant baby. Yeah, they're having it's a, gonna have cool superpowers. Yeah, they're having like a Jack-Jack or something. <laughs> uh, so that is the end of Patriot Games, and we will be right back with bullet points. Pew pew! Get off my plane! <laughs> <laughs> And our very first bullet point is body count. Body count. Patrick, what do you think the body count of Patriot Games is? I'm going to go with a cool 13. 
Ooh, cool 13. All right. John, what do you think the body count is? I'm going to go big. 20. 20. All right. Playing by Price's Right rules. Whoever gets the closest without going over wins. John, you're the winner. Hey! A lot of people died in that camp in Libya. I wasn't sure. Like, at various points, it seemed like that camp only had 10 guys. And also... North Africa. True. Yeah, North what Africa. What you're forgetting, though, Patrick, is that, yeah, there were, like, maybe five guys, but there was one of those tents was clearly a monster closet where they just kept spawning <laughs> more guys. mowing those guys down. Because every time they're like, oh, they killed the last guy, there's no more guys, they would cut to another tent, uh, like, above of, of with guys. infrared of guys getting killed. Yeah, it's That's like why one they of had those... to start rockets in there. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of those coffins and gauntlets. With the little skeletons just keep coming out, and you gotta hit you like just like shooting them with arrows, and it's just like yellow elf shot the meat, and you're like, oh no, I can't heal if I shoot the meat. Uh, it was thirty. Thirty is the Whoa. answer. Thirty deadens. Nice. How about that? Oh, yeah. Surprisingly high yeah. for an early '90s political thriller. Uh, so that's gonna take us to our next bullet point: best kill. Mark best kill. It's clearly ah. when he gets impaled by the anchor and explodes on the rocks. It can't be anything else. I mean, yeah, that's definitely the best kill. Nah, yeah. I'm passing it on to you, Patrick. What's your best uh, kill? I'm gonna go naked guy double tapped in the face. That's pretty good. Yeah, because he's making a bunch of lurid jokes right before he gets it. In his defense, they are both naked at the time. You know what I mean? She's like, wearing like all of her getup. She's wearing like lingerie, yeah, like a whole like lingerie like, set. The garters, but and the yeah, she's like, oh, give me a second, I gotta go get something from my bag, and he's like. You're not going to make me wear a rubber, are you? You know the church says that's a sin, darling. And then he takes one right in the fucking head. And that's great. <laughs> that is real good. That's a classy one. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, John, best kill. I'm going to say Squirrely Bookshop Owner. Oh, yeah. yeah. What I like about him is that he's in Libya, North Africa. Damn right. I forgot mm, myself. You know He's in North Africa, uh, and he's begging Sean Bean to go on this mission because he doesn't want to be there anymore because it's too hot. It's too darn hot. Uh, and Sean Bean's like, you've never fired a gun. He's like, yeah, I, I can fire a gun. So they give him one of the AKs, and he can't even figure out how to, like, what to do to pull the trigger to make the bullets come out. Yeah. Sean Bean, in, in disgust, grabs it from him, cocks it, starts shooting at his feet to make him dance. And jig. Then, to jig, mm -hmm. correct. Uh, they are Irish, after all. Yep. Uh, and then it's like, okay, you showed him a lesson. He gets a crestfallen look on his face like, you're right. I look deep within myself and I don't have it. And Sean Bean gives him a look like, that's right. And then just shoots him. And just blasts him, yeah. <laughs> it's such a long walk. <laughs> like, why do all of that? Because it's embarrassing to him. Yeah, take that book guy. Yeah. Book guys that's what he gets for liking old books. I mean, that's yeah. true. Books if they were new books, he'd still be alive. <laughs> true facts. But he had to go there with like fucking, I don't know, Dickens or Dostoevsky or, or yeah, other Alexander. D guys. Yeah, he had Dumas. 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 Now, if he were uh, maybe hip to the current New York Times bestsellers, maybe picking up some, uh, you know... Tom Clancy books. Whoa! Ooh. Then maybe he wouldn't get shot. He would at least know 
very clearly had to fire a gun. Yeah. It would be described in him in excruciating detail <laughs> right. several times. Yeah, but if he picked a Clive Cussler, he would have gotten nuked from orbit. Ooh, but if he got a Clive Barker, he may have unleashed the Xenobites. <laughs> uh, that's going to take us to our next bullet point. Ooh, war crimes! <laughs> War crimes. The whole movie. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Acceptable. Moving on. Yeah. That's a good one. That's time for our final bullet point. <laughs> Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? John... Is Patriot Games an action movie? No! <laughs> Fair. Good God, no. I Yeah, I could see enjoying this again. This was clearly... This was not a made-for-TV movie, but this movie was made to be watched on TV with commercial breaks where you could get up and do anything else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Mark, is this an action movie? No! I also yell at Patrick. Yeah, yeah. It is not. This is the kind of movie that definitely plays during rain delays, <laughs> during baseball games. And every commercial break, instead, it cuts back to like Harry Carey and Steve Stone, and they're drunk as shit, just pounding Budweiser's. And still, all they're doing is sitting there is like, it all started. <laughs> the world famous ground crew here at Ring of Field did a great job. Harry, you gotta lay off, buddy. I'll tell you when I've had enough. You know, regular backwards is. Yeah, Gearwolf. Oh, thanks, Harry. Thanks, Harry. Just wanna remind everyone this is a family broadcast. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's gonna do it for all of our bullet points. Final reviews of Patriot Games. Hey, hey! Oh, Patrick, is this an action movie? Oh, unfortunately, no. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted you to feel yeah. shame. No, I do remember a pretty great boat fight, and I got a pretty great boat fight. <laughs> the boat fight's very good. Yeah. The boat fight is fine. Uh, I must say, I do remember the above the satellite murder fest. That was a lot cooler when I was like seven. Sure. Yeah. Well, because when you were that young, you were used to playing like Jungle Strike and Urban Strike yeah, on Genesis. Yeah, definitely. And it's that's basically just like, that. like the, the movie version of that. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to hit that camp with a winch later. Yep. Oh, yeah. You're going to pull up that tiny red drum of oil. Yeah, get all the supplies. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Final reviews of Patriot Games. John... If Predator 2 was Evangelion 1.111, this movie is probably... I wouldn't... No. I take that back. Predator 2 was Evangelion 3.33. Flawed, but deeply enjoyable. This is (laughs) 1.11. Just sort of there. You get that it needs to be there for some reason. You're not quite sure why. But like... It's happening, that's for sure. Patrick, final review of Patriot Games. Yeah, no, no, this one is uh, the most boring of the Tom Clancy movies, but it is the right length. That's true. Yeah. At three minutes under two hours, you can't beat that. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, Mark, final review of Patriot Games. Uh, It's no clear present danger or Red October. Uh, is probably about as good as some of all fears. Yeah, they're probably like on par. Yeah. I, the I'd only say. thing I remember from some of all fears is that time that Ben Affleck can't get his key cards to work. Oh, and he can't. 
That's yeah. a real good scene. Hey, and they also they nuke a football stadium. Yeah, I and have no recollection. I have no recollection of that. Oh, they totally nuke Baltimore. I it's know like that the they only do. thing that happens in the movie. No, I know yeah. because after the fallout, that's why he can't get his key card to work. Well, like he stole Morgan Freeman. Yeah, right. but like it's all in disarray because of the like. I know that a bomb explodes, but I cannot conjure up the image of that explosion from that movie. Sure. sure. I remember that later Liev Schreiber goes and like murks a bunch yes. of Yes, Liev Schreiber is like the Willem Dafoe of some yes. of all fears and he does a pretty great job of it. Yeah, he just like get like murks a bunch of yeah, guys. Yeah, he hangs out in cool. Russia in like a dark warehouse and gets told his missions. Yeah. Yeah, and the less stuff. The less said about uh, Jack Ryan's shadow recruit, the better. Oh yeah, let's not talk about the ones afterwards. Yeah. Like the Chris Pine, John Krasinski. That, no, yeah, no, no, thumbs down. No. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer, our first episode under an hour and a half in probably years. Nice! Good yeah. work, everybody. Damn it, Patriot Games, you were a diamond <laughs> in the rough. <laughs> Uh, I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Brownlee. I'm still Jonathan Rooney Taylor. And stick around next time. One, we still have two more Into the Brownlee-verse episodes. What will he show us? What will be revealed? The suffering continues. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Brownlee, John Rooney Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever. You can follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or you can email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.